All right, we're back on Money Talk, and we are now turning our eyes towards uh, the land of the morning calm, South Korea. I uh, would like to welcome to the show Peter Kim, Managing Director and Investment Strategist at KB Securities. Good morning, Peter. Good morning. Hey, so Peter, I know we're going to do a deep dive on uh, Korean uh, domestic politics, but before we get there, uh, I want to ask you about something. We were we were speaking in the earlier part of the show about this uh, rapprochement that's going on right now between Korea and Japan. It seems like it started on Korean Independence Day from Japan when uh, you know the Korean president said some nice things about Japan and their relationship and. You know, the Japanese are now talking about lifting the electronic components export restrictions if the Koreans drop their case at the WTO. What, I mean, if there's some, something has to be happening on both sides of this, but what's happening in Korea that might, uh, you know, make them think that now is the time to start to resolve issues with Japan? Um, it's probably helpful to step back a bit and look at the broader picture of obviously the U.S. and China standoff. Uh, for South Korea's perspective, from um, a couple of decades now, uh, they've uh, conveniently um, stayed neutral between the two sides uh, to uh, uh, get the maximum benefits politically mm-hmm. and uh, economically. Um, obviously, with the two sides becoming a little uh, less friendly, uh, South Korea uh, had to, I think, uh, uh, face this sort of uh, inconvenient uh, choice. I think uh, Japan uh, warming is probably a, a product of uh, U.S. trying to uh, perhaps fortify uh, its allies around the region, uh, and obviously uh, South Korea uh, aligned with U.S., possibly with uh, Japan, is probably something that the U.S. would like to see. And I mean, are, are the disagreements between China, or sorry, between Japan and Korea, are those disagreements? mostly cosmetic at this point, or do they have a real impact on economic cooperation, military cooperation, uh, these types of things? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, obviously, uh, when that first uh, components ban was issued from Japan, uh, it was the first time for over two decades that uh, there was a, a breakage in the free trade uh, uh, in the region and, in fact, between the two countries. Uh, it has uh, uh, had some uh, lasting impact on it. Um, I think politically, uh, we don't see a big change. I mean, um, I think uh, a bigger question for South Korea is how do they manage uh, uh, the component disruption uh, coming from uh, the broader U.S.-China uh, um, uh, dislocation? Mm. Um, I, don't, I think uh, we can look forward to at least for South Korea and Japan. Uh, to be warmer, a lot more cooperative, uh, but because I think uh, uh, every country and, and every multinational within that country are trying to minimize the damage of this uh, breakdown in free trade. Mm. So uh, presumably uh, better economic relations between Korea and Japan would, would help Korea and maybe help President Yoon, given he got elected on a pro-growth campaign. Uh, is he facing some headwinds in Korea right now to get that pro-growth uh, platform really underway? Indeed. Uh, President Yoon won by the slimmest uh, margin ever, 200,000 votes. Basically it means that half the country did not vote for him, right? Uh, And second, uh, he's facing a left-wing majority uh, parliament, uh, which makes it very difficult for him to pass through uh, a lot of the legislation. So I think uh, uh, he's already started his term uh, with uh, uh, 
a very strong headwind. Um, I think he would need to really try to get the public on its side uh, on the pro-growth uh, business-friendly policies uh, to push through a lot of these promised reform uh, during, that he made during the elections. Right, and the, my understanding is the, the presidential election and the parliamentary elections are, are not synchronized. So you, you, have, uh, you have an election. The, the election next year is for the parliament. Is that correct? That's right. Uh, uh, presidential election every five years. We've got yeah. four more years to go. Uh, and it's a single term, so uh, there has to be a, a new president. So it's quite disruptive, uh, makes the political cycle shorter. Uh, and for now, for South Korea, uh, we're probably already starting to ramp up on the uh, parliamentary elections uh, that's due up in, a, in about a year. Right, because of course, I guess President Yoon would hope that his party can get a majority so that he has alignment on his pro-growth agenda. What is the likelihood of that happening? I know it's a year away, but I mean, at this point... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, absolutely right. I mean, uh, uh, I think a lot of the uh, uh, right-wing policies uh, are uh, quite uh, meeting a lot of uh, uh, stiff uh, opposition from the left wing who are in power for almost 10 years. Uh, so uh, it is uh, going to be a difficult one for them. But I think, uh, uh, you know, having a whole world facing a recession, uh, a one very close to, uh, I think uh, uh, the public at some point will need to start to be sympathetic uh, for growth uh, policies that President wants to uh, implement. Right. And, and how do demographics play into this? Because quite often you'll see uh, o- older people want to see stability and handouts from government, whereas young people want to see growth and opportunities. Uh, you know, sometimes older people they don't really think about the long term on that <laughs> i mean where how yeah. do demographics play in korea on that front well uh you know demographics is a very complex one i mean the latest data on birth rates from south korea is a shocking uh 0.7 uh child per family and in the uh seoul uh, city area uh now 0.6 i mean that's a shocking number uh i think that reflects a number of things one is that uh, the uncertainty of the future, mm-hmm. uh, the slowing growth of the economy. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, South Korea uh, suffers a lot from the very, very competitive education system. Uh, so I think there is a lot of uh, 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 political and sociological factors that's uh, reflected in the low birth rates. I believe that the, um, the, the seniors of South Korea, as you say, just want stability, uh, but also uh, wants increasingly social spending in their favor uh, because uh, uh, for the population, uh, they lack the social uh, safety network, uh, social safety net in order for them to uh, live till their 80s and 90s. So uh, uh, I think that's where the real political divide uh, is. Okay, well, we're going we're gonna to keep a close eye on that. Korea is an important part of the uh the regional economy and uh, somewhere we all love to visit. I caught a Korean band at uh, Clock and Flap yesterday that just amazed everybody called uh, Lee Nao Chi. Highly recommended. So that'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave you with that little tip for you, Peter, and thank you for sharing your insights with us. That's Peter Kim, Managing Director and Investment Strategist at KB Securities.